If it's trending, Amber and Tanner are going to trend, 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 trend it out on Froggy 92.9. A magnitude 6.4 earthquake should shook parts of Northern California early Tuesday, jolting people awake and leaving thousands without power, which is pretty scary. Uh, no injuries were immediately reported following the earthquake, which occurred about 2.34 a.m. near Ferndale. Can you imagine being asleep and feeling that big of an earthquake? What a crazy oh wake-up call. Honestly, if that happened, there's no way I could go back to sleep. That is truly scary. Following the earthquake, more than 70,000 customers were reported without power in the surrounding area, and police in Ferndale were helping to close a bridge that the California Highway Patrol reported had cracks. Some gas leaks were also reported, and seems like just a really, really sit- scary situation for our friends in northern, northern California. And it looks like that everyone's okay, no injuries reported, so that's always good news. That's a big earthquake, a though. News. Well, the holidays are here, which which means holiday travel is here. On the road again. Just can't wait to get on the road again. So it's going to be hard to avoid some of those traveling headaches, but AAA has given us the worst days to travel in hopes that you will heed their warning. Uh, so if you're driving, AAA estimates that between December 23rd and January 2nd could be pretty hectic. So try to avoid afternoon and early evening travel on these days. Uh, AAA expects minimal traffic on Christmas, New Year's Eve, and New Year's Day. So the actual holidays travel is not going to be as bad. Now, according to the experts, the worst days to travel Travel or the worst day to travel will be Tuesday, December 27th, apparently. And their advice is to leave as early as possible. So get your tush out of bed and <laughs> get on the road or leave as late as possible. Yeah, I'm going back to Seattle tomorrow to travel for the holidays. And uh, I, I planned it on purpose because last year I left the day after Christmas and the airport was absolute mayhem. Sheesh. Uh, it's been a big week for Alan Jackson and his wife, Denise. Not only did they celebrate their 43rd wedding anniversary on Thursday, they also welcomed their first grandchild into the world. It's alright to be a little bitty, a little hometown or a big old city. Alan shared the news on social media. He included a picture of himself and Denise posing with their new grandson, Jackson Alvey Bradshaw. I really like that they named the child Jackson. Kind of cool to honor Alan Jackson and Denise. Alan's uh, first grandchild was born on the 13th of this month. The country legend also wrote, So happy that this little guy has made us grandparents. Alan and Denise are parents to three daughters, and the newest addition to the family was born to his middle child, Allie, and her husband, Sam. In music news, Alan Jackson was a recipient of a special CMA Lifetime Achievement Award last month. And you can read all about this right now, froggy929.com. Like a cup of coffee and a sunrise. The crew is up and the coffee is ready. Hey, good morning. Amber and Tanner, mornings, Froggy 92.9. Is it ever acceptable to give holiday gifts before the actual holiday? Shall I begin the Christmas story? Absolutely. May the blessings of the season be upon you. It's a Christmas miracle. This is the place to be for the holidays. I am incapable of waiting for Christmas to give gifts. And do I want gifts before Christmas Day? No, but do I want to give them? Absolutely. (laughs) And I I mentioned this to you 
I feel bad for more specifically your girlfriend, Cammie, because she's not going to have any gifts from you to open on Christmas Day. Yeah, you'd be surprised how many co-workers came to our office yesterday because we talked about this yesterday in the 8 o'clock hour, and they were like, you have to get something for her to open on Christmas Day. You have to be a good boyfriend. I was like, whoa, 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 whoa. Hold your horses. Well, if it makes you feel any better, I'm not going to have anything from Cole to open on Christmas Day because our gift to each other was the vacation we took. That does actually make me feel better. So, I mean, my mom sent me something that I'm going to open on Christmas Day. (laughs) (laughs) At least you had something, right? I know. I told her, I was like, can I wait and open this on Christmas Day? But why do you do do this? I just get way too excited. I mean, I can wait until Christmas Day, but I choose not to. But you never do it. No. You can do it, but you never do it. And I'm the same way with birthdays, too. It is exhausting for everyone around me, but everyone around me has just accepted that's what I do (laughs) at this point, and I spread them out. I would refuse. (laughs) Like, I'm not going to do it. You know, uh, Cam and I's first Christmas together, she tried, but she gave up. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Is it ever acceptable to give holiday gifts before the holiday? Give us a call and let us know what you think. Who is this? Hey, it's Nicole. I'm calling for Petaluma. I wanted to tell Tanner that it doesn't get any better because my husband is the same way with the gift. We've been together almost 20 years, and he insisted on always giving my gift, no matter what holiday, same with you, always early, always. And it's such a bummer on the recipient end because on the actual day, you're kind of like, all right, so there really isn't anything? Does he have anything in him that can make him resist? Because I literally cannot resist. It drives me crazy. He does it with our kids, too. Amber and Tanner. Every morning. Mornings. Really good. They're so funny. Froggy 92.9. Have you ever purchased a real Christmas tree, brought it into your house, and maybe something creepy and crawly came up out of it, like a rodent or a bug? Asking this because the past few days I've been noticing these little brown spiders in my apartment. It's like, what is happening? This is so disgusting. They're, and they're scary. I don't know if they're, you know, venomous or they'll hurt me or anything. Uh, so I finally started realizing that I was seeing these spiders when we brought our real Christmas tree into the apartment. Mm, that makes so sense. I think they're coming out of our Christmas tree. I can neither confirm or deny it, <laughs> but one crawled right on top of me the other day. I was sitting at my couch. I was like, this is just... The scariest thing. Real trees are fun and all, but when you got insects crawling all over you, it's not so fun. I don't know. I'm just like, how do I get rid of them? I already have an ant problem still after all this time. And now I got a spider problem. I think what you can do for this situation is maybe you can add some, you know, spider killer in your tree, (laughs) like some bait in your tree and the spiders bring it back over to other spiders and that way you can (laughs) try to make a Christmas ornament out of it see the thing is I'm okay like I'm cool with spiders like if you stay outside my apartment like there's a line don't cross it yeah just stay outside and you know do your thing but I I just I don't want them inside I I just want them out it's not where you belong something else you can do is either you or Cole takes the tree outside and give it a good shake Have you ever already put your ornaments up? Yeah, it's already decorated. You don't want to undecorate your tree, do that, then redecorate if you could still have spiders. I don't know. (laughs) Um, Well, we've got Annie from Petaluma on the phone. Annie, you said you found 
a pest in your tree? What was it? We set up the Christmas tree. Our cat wouldn't leave it alone, which is usual. But for some reason, he really was, like, intent. Like, there was no stopping him. There was a rat in the Christmas tree (laughs) with its little family. And I hate rats with a passion. And then we went bought and bought a fake one. Good morning, guys. That memory foam bamboo sheet kind of feeling. Good morning. Hi, good morning. Amber and Tanner in the morning. Froggy 92.9. Amber, do you care if your holiday gift is wrapped well? Absolutely. I was going to talk about this, but it's my favorite thing about the holidays. I love wrapping gifts. I am the exact opposite. (laughs) When it comes to wrapping gifts, I am horrible at it, which I'm sure doesn't surprise anybody listening on the Froggy 92.9 app or in the car. It, it, I, I don't know what it is. I try to take my time with it, but I just can't figure it out. What? Why are you so bad at it? The like, corners. What, what, like, what makes it bad? The corners. I can never figure out how to fold the corners and then bring it up top. It always looks weird. That's okay. Yeah. Maybe gift bags might be something I do this year. Why not? Uh, uh, but a study by the University of Nevada reveals that holiday gifts are actually better received when they are poorly wrapped. Now, Jessica Mm. Rickson, the lead researcher, says a research found when gifts are wrapped neatly and given to a friend, it raises the expectations of the gift inside, resulting in our friends liking the gift less. However, with sloppy wrapping, our friends set their expectations lower and will actually like the gift more. What do you think? I'm, I'm thinking about this. This is interesting. So... I think that maybe I also feel like terrible when I'm destroying a lovely wrapped gift. (laughs) I found that when there is a nicely wrapped gift, I'm more careful about opening it. Yeah, you're not just ripping it open. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Whereas when a gift is poorly, you know, wrapped, I just ripping it open and causing all kinds of mayhem. The expectations, though, is interesting. So you're saying that you like the people... (laughs) set their expectations lower for your gifts. I do. And then maybe like it's great when they open it and I would rather have people be pleasantly surprised than expecting something awesome because it looks nice and then it ends up just being a pair of socks. That's kind of what I do, so yeah, maybe maybe you're on the right track here. (laughs) On our Instagram, we asked, do you care if your holiday gifts are wrapped well? And here's what you said. 56% of Sonoma County thinks nicely wrapped gifts matter. They're awesome. Amber and Tanner. No one better. Froggy 92.9. It's wine o'clock somewhere, so pour yourself a glass. It's time to whine about it with Amber on Froggy 92.9. Looks like the popular game Fortnite, if you have kids, you definitely know what it is, got a little too nosy. Uh, Epic Games, the creator of Fortnite, agreed to pay nearly $520 million yesterday in connection to privacy accusations. So if you're wondering, hey, don't a lot of kids play that game? Why, yes, yes, they do. The Federal Trade Commission said Epic allegedly violated child privacy laws and fooled customers into paying fees using deceptive practices. Apparently, Epic collected personal data from young people under 13 without parental consent, and this violation cost the company $275 $275 million. Now, the deceptive charges triggered $245 million in refunds to consumers, which is the biggest settlement ever in a gaming case. 
Now, I did some research, and it looks like the company is making $9 billion a year on kids alone. So I'm not sure how much this actually hurts the company, this lawsuit. Uh, but I'm, I'm glad that someone is looking into this and assigning some accountability. And I can only hope that other kids software creators are paying attention and will do the right thing. Um, as I know, they all have the ability to keep our kids safe and safer. This game is fun for a lot of kids. It has become a pop cultural icon, a pop cultural reference. Fortnite is has been everything to kids for the past couple of years, and I just only hope that they can have fun and feel safe while they're playing this game. Well, I got a message from Leslie from Santa Rosa. She said, where do I get my refund for all the crazy dances my son has, quote unquote, forced me to buy? And it looks like adults like playing Fortnite, too. Got a message from Jim from Roner Park. He said, the biggest takeaway from this is the parents of underage kids are not being monitored with what they're doing. Jim says, if you have kids, your banking info should never be saved on any device they use. That's just a no-brainer. Uh, so what do you think about this? Do you agree with what Jim was saying? Or are you going to spend your check right now right back on the game like Leslie is. Got something to say? Call me up. You can get on the radio. Call Froggy 92.9 and tell Amber and Tanner in the morning right now. 636-1-HOP. 636-1467. This is Froggy 92.9. I am on a journey to become a world-class chef. When I moved to Sonoma County, I didn't really know how to cook anything. So I had zero out of five stars when I moved to Sonoma County. And since then, I've made some progress. In 2022, I went up half a star, so now I am officially a two-star chef. Thank you, thank you. I appreciate the claps. Uh, <laughs> Where are you getting your stars from? Like you're you're not you're giving them to yourself based yeah. on your own personal preferences. Self-rated. Okay, self-rated. Got and it. Amber, you know I'm really hard on myself, so giving myself that extra half star, ooh, it's kind of painful. It's pretty low. Um, you know, I'm heading back to Seattle for the holidays tomorrow, and Amber, we were talking about this off the air, but I'm excited to eat some good food. <laughs> <laughs> because, you know, sometimes when I'm in the kitchen, it can get pretty rough. I understand. <laughs> I understand. I learned the hard way that there is one thing that should not go in the air fryer. Oh, yeah? What's that? A baked potato. I've never done that. I never uh, thought about doing that. I thought about it, and it was kind of by instinct because I did put it in the oven. I wrapped it and everything. And so I put it in the oven. An hour goes by. It's still not ready. And I was cooking chicken as well. So I was like, well, I want to eat the baked potato now. Let's speed up this process. I'm going to unwrap the potato and put it in the air fryer. And I don't know what happened, but the potato completely dried out and the top looked like a potato chip and the rest still didn't cook oh my gosh <laughs> i only wanted a baked potato and it didn't work out ended up just throwing the one potato i had away i'm so sorry <laughs> it's okay i'm always the one that's like looking forward to the carbs of a meal like i'm just like meat eh, take it or leave it yeah. and if the baked potato was messed up i'd cry I didn't even eat the chicken. That's how upset I was. I was like, I don't even want dinner anymore. I, I didn't, is this something you can do or is this something you tried? It's something I tried. You just experimented? Yeah, I'm getting a little crazy in the kitchen. You know, I'm two-star chef now, so I feel like I can, you know, go off the cuff. Uh-huh. And it didn't work out. Yeah. I'm sorry, Tanner. Amber, have you ever had an air fryer disaster? I don't know. I don't have an air fryer. I have an air fryer setting on my toaster oven. Ooh. But I don't have necessarily an air fryer. Maybe it's 
a good thing that I don't have an air fryer. You know, your birthday's in February. I'm getting some ideas. You could buy me an air fryer? Possibly, yeah. Oh, oh my gosh. Big money over here. (laughs) Definitely not. got stacks on stacks. (laughs) So here's a reminder of three things that should not go in the air fryer. Here's what we got for you. (laughs) I love that you made this list. All right. Fresh greens. That should be pretty obvious. Leafy (laughs) greens like spinach will cook unevenly because the machine uses high-speed air. Also, cheese. Cheese placed inside without some sort of coating will just melt into a puddle and create a mess that you do not want to clean up. Uh, Okay. Uh, Popcorn. (laughs) 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 An air fryer chamber may seem similar to an enclosed pot, but an air fryer typically doesn't get hot enough to pop popcorn. Till 10 a.m. weekdays. You guys just lift me every single morning. Froggy 92.9. We got hams. Ham on ham on ham. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. We wanted to spread some holiday cheer across Sonoma County the year of our lord 2022 and remind you that the season is about giving. So that's why we teamed up with Willowside Meats here in Santa Rosa to give away some free holiday hams to Sonoma County families. We need your help though, because we need you to nominate a deserving family. Now, head on over to froggy929.com and fill out a form. Make sure to include a story about the family you are nominating and why you feel like they deserve a free ham for the holidays. Then we're gonna contact you if your nominee is selected. Your nomination is selected. Uh, This is also a way for you to feel really great this holiday season by helping put food on the table for someone in Sonoma County. I know giving makes Tanner feel really great. So good. So great that he gives people their gifts before Christmas. (laughs) (laughs) You know, I really wish I could nominate someone for a Christmas ham in the spirit of me wanting to do it, you should do it. So we can give yes. as many people hams as possible. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So again, nominate someone right now at froggy929.com. We've got a link up right now on our Facebook page as well. Facebook.com slash froggy929. Here we go. Isn't this a brand new day? Wake up. Sonoma County wakes up with Amber and Tanner. On Froggy 92.9. Amber and Tanner in the morning present The Neighbor Dispute with Barry Martindale on Froggy 92.9. Today on The Neighbor Dispute, we're going to be talking to Chase. We're calling on behalf of his girlfriend's family and Barry Martindale. Let's get a mess with him and uh, be the Grinch. Hello. Hi, is this Chase? Yeah. Barry Martindale of Martindale and Johnson Attorney Services here. I'm calling on behalf of your girlfriend's family. My girlfriend's family? Absolutely, sir. <laughs> okay. Amanda's family, is that correct? Yeah. I just, yeah. I just wanted to make sure I was correct here, because uh, you never know. Sometimes people give me wrong phone numbers. Are you planning to propose on Christmas this year? <laughs> Wait, am I planning to, to do what on Christmas? Are you planning to propose to your girlfriend and make her your wife on Christmas this year? Uh, why are you asking? I'm asking because I'm representing your girlfriend's family today, and they think you are, and so I'm just trying to figure out, you know, scheduling, timing, you know, to set up the legal process of getting married. Did Amanda ask you to do this? I'm, I'm confused, dude. So you're not doing it? I don't, man, dude, I don't know if you're writing a book, but, you know... That chapter out. It's really none of your business. <laughs> so, if you're not planning to, I just wanted to send you a formal statement by Amanda's family to inform you that you are no longer invited to your girlfriend's family's home this Christmas. Oh, get the f- out of here. 
<laughs> you, you can't be serious. Your girlfriend's family feels like you're wasting their daughter's time. Man, I don't know what to tell you. It has nothing to do with you. Her family and I have been on good terms as far as I know. I haven't received any ultimatums from Amanda. So until I have to come to that bridge and jump off it, I think we're kind of done here, buddy. <laughs> Chase, it sounds like you overall have a pretty big fear of commitment. No, it's just I have uh, a severe distrust of people who say they're lawyers calling me on the phone out of blue getting my personal business. You've been Martindale. My name is actually Tanner from Amber and Tanner in the Morning. You're on Froggy Night 2.9's oh, Neighbor Dispute. Man, I, <laughs> I knew this couldn't be real. Listen to Amber and Tanner in the Morning every weekday at 7.55 for the Neighbor Dispute with Barry Martindale on Froggy 92.9. Did you achieve your New Year's resolution this year? What was it? I want to talk about this before Tanner heads away for the holiday season. Because, uh, you know, every year, people around the world try to make New Year's resolutions to reach their goals, whether, you know, it's to improve your health or just better your life. Uh, and many people are successful at keeping their resolutions, uh, while many others fail. So, Tanner, do you remember what your New Year's resolution was for 2022, and did you stick to it? This was the first New Year's resolution that I actually completed and finished, and it was to not eat so much Taco Bell. So I limited <laughs> myself to eating Taco Bell once a week. Nice. And believe it or not, Amber, I haven't consumed Taco Bell since we moved into this new building in October. Really? Yeah, but I've kind of replaced that habit with eating McDonald's all the time. <laughs> so I don't know if that really counts. It, it does. It does count. Thank I, you. I think that it's a step in the right direction. I appreciate that because <laughs> I was eating Taco Bell every day. Like, I'm not kidding. Oh I'm not gosh. joking around. It was every single day so i guess my new year's resolution for this year is uh what is happening right now sorry about that i guess my new year's resolution is one not to hit the wrong buttons and two <laughs> to not eat fast food anymore okay uh, i think those are great resolutions to have this year i told you my resolution is pretty simple is just to read more books and i also would like to say that i did achieve my 2022 new year's resolution thank you I read six books this year, which six? I know, which probably seems like small to like vervacious readers out there, uh, but to me, it's great because I I didn't read any the year before. <laughs> yeah, and and you know, uh, I know people that read tons and tons of books. Personally, you and I are incredibly busy, and the fact that you were able to knock down six books is really impressive. Yeah, so uh, it helped you know to read a book series, one that I could continue. Um, and I'm about to read the fifth one out of that. And then I read two like self-help books. <laughs> nice. Nice. That's awesome. I'm uh, super proud of you because I read, I think, two. <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah. I, you know, I, I think that, you know, everybody should have a small resolution at least to you know, look forward to. But we did ask on Facebook, facebook.com slash froggy929. Uh, did you stick to your New Year's resolution? And you guys are sharing your completed New Year's resolutions with us. Wendy from Santa Rosa said, Ha! I actually did, LOL. Mine was to always take the stairs everywhere I went. Haven't used an elevator in almost a year. I made it simple so I could stick to it. Let's give her a hand. Yeah! Good job, Wendy. I like that, and I think that's so important to keep it simple. Uh, Frank from Petaluma said, drink less alcohol. He said, I did dry January and then dry February and then just kept it going. Nice, Frank. And then Val from Santa Rosa said, my New Year's resolution was to not make one, so I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> Here we go. Isn't this a brand new day? Wake up. Sonoma County wakes up with Amber and Tanner. On Froggy 92.9. A Santa report revealed that the person people least like receiving a holiday gift from 
is their grandma. Can you believe that? Their grandma. Come on. It's followed by one of their in-laws and an ex. In the past, what goofy gifts have you received from your grandmother? Grandma is the best. Grandma is the best. Let's go visit grandma. Amber, have either of your grandmas gifted you something funny? Uh, My grandma last year gave me... (laughs) She sent me a pair of slippers that I had already had. You want to know why I already had them? Because she gave the same slippers to me the year before. <laughs> and I think she forgot. Yeah. Bless her heart. But I did need it. I mean, I wore them every single day for 365 days. So, yeah. you know, I needed a new pair. And now I have a pair that I wear outside and I've got an inside pair. So it's it worked out. That's poor, awesome. I think poor thing forgot she got them for me already. Well, at least you know that your grandma <laughs> knows your taste yeah. and knows what you like. They're great. They have dogs on them. Yeah. It's awesome. What about you? Uh, uh, my grandma, what's funny is that both my grandma and my ex-girlfriend's parents always got me the same thing every year. Just a really quirky and weird pair of socks. Nice. We're talking about the ones with designs on them, dinosaurs, eggnog, whatever it was. And I always looked forward to my grandma's weird socks every single year. <laughs> <laughs> and my ex's dad actually sent me silly socks this year, even uh. though we broke up two years ago. <laughs> Gotta keep the tradition alive, man. I don't know. Is that weird? Because I don't know how I feel about it. I, you know, it's it's all about giving. It's all about yep. love this holiday season. I'm going to go with it's not weird. <laughs> I don't love your daughter anymore, but I love you, Greg. Ouch. <laughs> Ashley from Healdsburg. What funny so gift. I can't believe I said that. Did your grandmother give you? My grandma. <laughs> She got me this, wow, and it sat in this, like, swing, and you hung it up, and it, like, but it freaked me out, because I was, like, eight, and I swear, I would look up, and that little clown would be, like, swinging back and forth in my room, and I'm like, all right, I... I don't like this. It's creepy. (laughs) (laughs) Amber and Tanner in the morning. I need to know if this fact is true in your life, or maybe for Tanner, because I saw this survey yesterday, it's by feelunique.com, that revealed the average man buys just three Christmas presents. And it's hilarious that I read this because my fiance only bought three Christmas gifts this year. That is it. (laughs) That is right on the money. He bought his mom a gift, he bought his dad a gift, and he bought his best friend a gift. And that is it. (laughs) That's very on brand. If if, if, That sounds Just like three. a part of the stu- study. Probably some golf balls in there. Yeah. Uh, so that is it. I, I, I've mentioned this before. My fiance bought me a gift of a vacation. So he didn't buy me a gift. So And he said, I'm not getting my brothers anything. <laughs> Just the three gifts. That's I it. respect that. And we went to UPS and that's all we mailed out. Just the three gifts for him. I respect that. I mean, it's, so it's true for me. Is this true for you? Not necessarily. I mean, I bought three gifts for my girlfriend, um, but I'm buying all the gifts right now uh, because this is the first you know holiday season that I'm actually able to do that. And I've definitely bought less. I've bought one. Yeah. Maybe two for my brother and my mom, and that's been it before. Three does seem like a sweet spot. Yeah. And if I'm getting someone a gift for their birthday, I usually get three like things and put it in a gift basket yeah because i'm just like one's one's not enough two's not enough <laughs> three perfect <laughs> three perfect right on the mark so maybe that's what cole's thinking about no that's no. not what he's thinking about he's just lazy and cheap 
He's got a secret Santa gift coming up too, and he was just like, maybe I'll just get her a bottle of wine we already have. And I was like, no. <laughs> That is so funny. No, so I'm going to go out today and buy this person that I don't know a gift. You know what's funny about that is I'm doing wine for a lot of people, and that wine came from my cabinet. Nice. (laughs) Okay, so this is true. This this thing, this survey is right. Yep. There's legitimate studies behind this. We asked on our Instagram, we took a poll on our Instagram story at Amber and Tanner in the morning, asking, do you find that the average man buying three gifts is true in your life? 100% of people said, yes, this is true. (laughs) The only morning show in my life. Amber and Tanner. I listen all morning long. Froggy 92.9. It is time for the eggnog trivia game. We drink our nog this time of year to usher in some festive cheer. We raise our glasses to the sky and hope that Santa's passing by. Amber, you know I love eggnog. Yeah, I think everyone knows you love eggnog. Why don't you get a tattoo of an eggnog? It's not a bad idea. Instead of a blue eagle or whatever it is you got. (laughs) I'm getting a lot of tattoos this day. Should I get under my armpit? Eggnog? I don't know if you should get it under your armpit. (laughs) I want to put you to the test because I am an eggnog wizard, an expert, and I want to see if you know the nog like I do. I don't think I know the nog like you do, but I certainly will try to know the nog. I got five questions for you. Question number one, the word nog is derived from Old English. It means A, a strong beer or a wooden cup. B, a container of eggs, or C, buttermilk. Oh, no. Uh, I'm going to go with a container of eggs. That is incorrect. I was looking for a strong beer or a wooden cup. Okay. I don't know why. Seems weird. That, That seems right. Okay, National Eggnog Day takes place every year on A, December 23rd, B, December 24th, or C, December 25th. So we got... The third, the twenty third, the twenty fourth, and twenty fifth. Yep, December twenty third. That is incorrect. It's actually on Christmas Eve. I don't know the nog like I thought I knew. <laughs> I think you might know this one because okay. you heard me complain about it the other day. Which company faced a major backlash in twenty fourteen after removing an eggnog beverage from their holiday menu? <laughs> is it A. Dunkin', B. Starbucks, or C. Tim Hortons? B. Starbucks. That's correct. It's an everyday thing. It's an everyday complaint from Tanner. I can't believe they got rid of the eggnog latte. I'm fired up about it. I cannot believe it. I did a great impression. That was spot on, by the way. It's exactly what I sound like. It's almost like you recorded me and played it on the air. All right, here's the next question. True or false, eggnog was once responsible for a riot. True. That is correct. In 1826, the superintendent of West Point set strict rules against alcohol. Several cadets challenged him by celebrating Christmas with eggnog, and a riot ensued where officers got assaulted and the North Barracks were actually vandalized. Yeah, you can't forget about the great eggnog riot of 1862. I mean, if this happened to me, I would cause a riot too. All right, I got one more question oh, for you. One more? Oh, no. One more. I have consumed okay. the least amount of eggnog than I ever have this year. True. Amber, can you guess how many cartons I have had? Uh, a, one, oh, okay. B, three, or C, six? One. That is incorrect. Six. You've had six already? It's the least I've ever had. That seems like a lot. <laughs> With Amber and Tanner. Good morning! Today's country, Froggy 92.9.